You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Wait, I'm pausing this podcast to tell you to head over right now to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and download your free Captivating Courtship Code Playbook. Now in this playbook, I share with you my signature six-step Captivating Courtship Code, three myths that you want to avoid, and four tips to start using right now to level up your love life and the types of relationships that you attract. This is a 100% free guide just for you. So go ahead and head over to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and get yours. Don't forget to tell a friend. Today, I'm talking to you about the connection between your love and your money mindset. And this is really important to me. Not only was this something that is uh, personal to me and something that transformed me in so many ways, but something that I consistently see as a major transformation for all of the women that I work with in coaching, whether it's one-on-one or if it's in group coaching, the correlation that I have seen consistently across the board, which I can guarantee to every single woman that I work with is when we work through these love blocks, you're going to see shifts in your money blocks and in your career blocks. And it's absolutely amazing to see these transformations. It's absolutely amazing to see women work through these things and how much it quickly shifts and transforms their relationships and their finances and their careers. So pull up a chair, pull up close um, so we can tune into this. Those of you who don't know me, my name is Zara. I specialize in working with women who either experience relationship anxiety or are ready to break their relationship attraction patterns and develop new mindsets, learn how to heal their past trauma and emotional wounds and how to attract from a higher vibe and from a better place that allows them to feel more desire, that allows them to actually enjoy core again and attract better partners in less time so if you don't know me you can always tune into the courtship code podcast which comes out every monday on any of your podcast platforms and also i do my weekly live streams on wednesdays and i also am the creator of the captivating courtship code coaching program so tune into that also you see i've been thinking about money mindset all day also i'm gonna send you a um I'm gonna send you a reference for that. But um, but yeah, so this is something that's really important to me. And oh, if you're tuning into this, you can also join the free uh, Courtship Code Facebook group. You can post comments, I post additional free content in there. I'm in there engaging, it's other women in there, but you can join the Captivating Courtship Code Facebook group. That's a free resource for you all as well. So what are we talking about today? So we're talking about the connection between love and money mindset and why I can guarantee that how you relate to your career 
how you relate to your finances and what you feel is available to you when it comes to your career and your finances is an exact correlation and reflection of how you're showing up in your love life as well. And it's quite amazing when you're able to draw these two connections, how quickly you're able to not only get the clarity on how you've been shrinking yourself and holding yourself back, but what you need to do in order to turn it around and how quickly you can transform this and really up-level your life in so many ways. So how did I discover this? Well, personally, though, just being really honest and transparent, I'm all messing up my scarf right now, but just being really honest and transparent with you guys, the money block and career blocks and uh, financial blocks was something that I struggled with for so long subconsciously and didn't even realize it. And to a lot of people on the outside looking in, they would have felt like, oh, well, you're so confident. You know, you are doing matchmaking. You are speaking across the country. You're holding events. You do like you're a businesswoman. You've written books and you've done all these great things. You've been an Amazon bestseller. Like, girl, like you're making good. Yeah, okay. That might have seemed like it on the surface if you didn't know what my personal desires were or my personal goals, my personal dreams, or what I actually wanted to feel when it came to my career like I was doing things that on the outside a lot of people would have thought I was very proud of or very comfortable with or I was making a lot of impact and helping people but on the inside I felt stuck on the inside I felt like I wasn't really living in my gifts um, financially I wasn't happy like I wanted to do so much more but I felt limited um, there were so many things that I wanted to accomplish that I felt like I was holding myself back but I didn't know how to transform out of it I didn't know I had a fear of the unknown of what would happen if I decided not to do this and then there was also a fear of identity identity loss right because anyone if you've ever changed careers if you've ever uh, divorced right if you've ever um, made any major shift in your life that causes you to lose a part of your identity then you're you know just how scary that is you know just how how heartbreaking and how much it can just like really make you want to just like stay within your comfort zone when you are at the risk of losing or shifting to a new identity so even when I decided to give up matchmaking I decided to walk away from that or even when I decided to give up fiction writing after being featured in a source magazine after being a multi uh, Amazon best-selling author after having a fan base like and I switched identities so many times just over like my entrepreneurial uh, course you know I went from uh, writing uh, urban fiction to writing Muslim fiction to doing matchmaking and now just doing coaching so I've had a lot of transformations but even within many of those transformations I still had a certain level of identity that was relatively the same but when you go from um, even like I converted right I'm a convert to a religion so when you go through any major identity shift it's really scary it's really really scary and when I decided to leave from matchmaking, like, I don't want to do matchmaking anymore. I hate it. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. I just want to focus on coaching. I know I can make an impact. I know that this, this program, this formula, like this information that I have, I know that it's going to change the lives of the women that I work with. I know that it's going to change the lives of communities. I know that it's going to do, be something that's more fulfilling to me. But there was a major part of me that was really scared to let go of that identity of being a matchmaker or that identity of 
what I've been able to create and establish within a particular community or the identity that I had taken on and what I have been known for. So it's like once I disconnect from this identity, who am I, right? Like I said, if you've ever gone through divorce, one of the hardest parts of divorce, a relationship that keeps a lot of people stuck in marriages that they're unhappy with. It's like a lot of people will say stuck in uh, careers that they're unhappy with or even stuck in financial situations that they're unhappy with is because they've taken that on as on an identity level. I identify as the wife of such and such. I identify as the mother of such and such. I identify as a teacher. I identify as a lawyer. I identify with this particular career. Or, you know, I'm unhappy with my finances, but I identify with this financial bracket. This is comfortable for me. You know, my finances are tight. I don't know what my credit score looks like or I don't know what my finances look like or I hate my job I hate how much money I make but I identify with this this is what's comfortable for me so in that same way this is also how you are showing up to attract partners right this is also how you show up and attract love life so it's not even a sense of that you can't attract anybody because I believe if you are a halfway de decent looking woman you can attract a partner that's not even an issue yeah, that's why I always tell people where to find somebody is an issue, girl. You can step outside and find somebody if that's all, if that's what you want. Where to find somebody is never an issue, right? Every single woman can attract a man. Trust me, there's a pot for every lid. That's not your issue, okay? But the type of partner that you attract is going to be a combination of who you identify with as, right? What do you identify? Who do you identify as, and who do you identify as available to you? That's going to make a major difference. What you feel is available for you, who you feel is available for you. So if you're someone, for example, and I've talked about this in past videos and past podcast episodes, let's say you're a girl that's from the hood. All you know is men that's from the hood. All you know is men that's been incarcerated. All you know is a certain income level or a certain lifestyle. That's all you know. That's all for the most part on the average level. Mentally, that's where you feel open. You feel open to that pathway to attract that in. You don't feel someone of a different caliber or someone of a different background or certain education or, you know, a certain uh, status is available to you. You're going to say, oh, the, these men don't exist or these men only want this type of woman or this man would never want me or I don't or deep down you don't feel worthy of it. So even if you do attract it in, you're going to either shrink yourself, you're going to get anxious, you're going to feel undesirable, you're going to feel like this person doesn't really want you or you're going to or you might withdraw and shut down and avoid. That's how when a lot of guys say things like women will um, avoid the good men and be attracted to the bad men because that's what they feel is available to them. That's what's within our comfort zone because of how they have figured out what love looks like and feels safe to them. Even though it might seem unsafe and unstable on the outside, on the inside, it feels like home. On the inside is what they identify with. And it's not daddy issues or anything like that because you could have they could have a father in their life that doesn't mean anything it's how they have determined what love feels like from a psychological level a lot of messages that were put into them very early on in life or messages that they've picked up along the way about what makes them lovable what feels good what feels safe to them so when you look at like your relationship with money with your relationship with your career I want you to pay attention to how is it a direct reflection 
to your relationship with the opposite sex? How is it a direct relationship or a reflection of your relationship with relationships, with how you relate to people, with how you relate to what you feel is available to you, who you feel is available to you, how you show up, right? So let's just give some examples. Um, and I posted in my Instagram story, and you can check that out. I post some examples just today how some of the women have been talking about how they're all of a sudden getting so much clarity on their finances or on their careers since they've been in coaching right and this happens across the board every single woman that has gone through my coaching program and that i have worked with has either started a business um, moved up in their career left their career changed careers went back to school um they might change jobs they might get a promotion or they're starting to set boundaries in the workplace and show up and empowered and, and step up into leadership roles and do things that they weren't doing before because they now have a new sense of self-worth. They now feel have a new sense of confidence. They have a new sense of clarity of who they are, who they authentically are and aligned with and what it is that they truly desire and their capabilities of having it. All of that transforms very, very quickly within the time of working together. And the reason why is because once we work through those blocks, once we get that clarity, once we get like really on a conscious level of who you are and why you've been doing what you've been doing, so much more opens up. Those pathways open up uh, what you feel capable of, who you feel capable of having and what you actually desire completely shifts. It's just it's a major transformation and it's a guaranteed transformation that every single woman in my program goes through and it's because of the elements that are put into my coaching program but like I said pay attention to how are you showing up when it comes to your career when it comes to your finances and what does that look like in your love life because I'm, I'm guaranteeing you there are some correlations so here's an example of how you may be showing up let's say you have made a lot of past mistakes financially You've made a lot of shameful mistakes, things that you feel shameful about might not really be shameful to like on the average person, but things that you might feel really ashamed about some choices that you've made financially. Because you feel really shame, ashamed of the choices that you've made financially, you don't even like looking at your bank account. You don't even like looking at your credit. Um, you don't even like you just want to spend money and I don't even want to deal with it. Right. I don't want to admit to I don't want to deal with it. You might find yourself in a lot of feasts and famines where some days, you know, you're getting a lot of money and you're making, you're doing really good and things seem good and you neglect continuing to show up. You neglect continuing to make the effort, continuing to do the work that you need to, that you need to make. And then you just completely fall off. And then you go back into these famine episodes. You feel a lot of shame and guilt because you know that you're not doing what you need to do. You know that you're not living up to your potential. You know that you're not um, earning how you feel like you should be earning or budgeting how you feel like you should be budgeting or you're not doing what you need to do in your career or your finances whatever and so you start holding more shame and guilt in that then you're like okay I'm gonna start doing it again I'm gonna start putting in the effort you start putting in the effort again things start going good for you, you start taking off you get too comfortable you fall off again and then you keep yourself in the same cycle same cycle same cycle right now how is that a direct reflection of how you're probably showing up in your love life 
more than likely maybe you've made some really bad choices in your love life and you feel a lot of shame and guilt around how you've been attracting partners or things that you've done things that you didn't do boundaries that you didn't put in place ways that you've devalued yourself right so you're like okay you know what that's it i'm ready to change i'm ready to change i'm gonna I'm do better this time i'm gonna make different effort you start reading some relationship books or watching some videos you're like you know what that's it you start stepping out with a different stride you meet somebody things are going good you do something else that betrays yourself you do something else that neglects yourself you do something else that makes you feel like you devalued yourself so now you have another bad experience now you feel shame and guilt around that again the cycle continues you start to feel shame and guilt you start to feel bad you go back into maybe you get a breakup or a divorce or some type of bad episode you fall back into uh shame and doubting yourself and feeling guilty you go back into your famine all that negative talk all that neglecting yourself then you go back into that cycle again of you know what that's it i'm gonna do better let me go back to the high i'm not going but when you get there you're not doing the work that you need to do to maintain your self-worth to maintain those values to maintain that attraction you haven't really learned how to transform on a deeper level just like you haven't learned to maintain your finances and to improve your career improve your income on a deeper level and you fall back into that feast or famine and you keep the cycle going right so that's just one example of how it may be or let's just say you're someone who you're like no you know I'm really good at my finances I'm really good with my career I'm on track I'm doing what I got to do I'm so meticulous I pay attention to every detail I am um, you know I'm, I'm super rigid about everything right so then are you showing up in your love life with that same exact energy right where you're super rigid when you're meeting partners you're super anal about it you know everything must be exactly what you want it must be exact to a t you're prematurely cutting people off right you just don't have no tolerance you have no vulnerability it's just everything has to be perfect right so are you showing up with that same type of energy in your love life are you showing up with the energy of unworthiness right and a part of you feels like mm, or here's a good one here's a good one here's something that i didn't know that i struggled with right due to childhood messaging messages picked up along a way which was the just enough the just enough mindset right so when it came to finances and it came to relationships it was like mm, i just need just enough whether it's just enough love just enough respect just enough appreciation just enough time just enough attention right it was like mm, i just need just enough i just i just need the bare minimum i just need what i need to survive right so you can look at a video that i did a couple weeks ago about love and a survival mindset right operating a survival mindset but when you have that type of mindset when it comes to relationships now how is that a correlation how you're showing up financially i just need make to make just enough money to pay my bills just enough money to afford this lifestyle just enough um you know to i just want my business to do you know just this much money this year i, I just need to hit six figures I, if i could just get to this goal I'll, I'll be happy i just need this much instead of pushing yourself and getting comfortable with expecting and wanting more and being okay with that and not feeling guilty for being for wanting more not feeling shame and guilt for wanting more and saying like no this is what i want and this is what i'm going to have i'm going to do what it takes to get it and i'm not expecting anything less than that right 
setting boundaries around what it is that you really want and doing the work that you need to do to get it going through the transformation that you need to make on an identity level to become that different person so for example i can remember exactly when i got to the point where i was like you know what i want to be a millionaire like i want a million dollar business i want to be a millionaire that's what i want it took years of being in business to get to that point where I could comfortably say that because prior to that it was like I, I just need to make this if I could just get to this mark I'll be fine like I don't need more than that I just need to be comfortable I just need to be able to you know pay all my bills comfortably get a nice little house get my nice little car I just need to be comfortable right and it was scary and I had so many blocks around saying a millionaire and it's like why am I uncomfortable with saying that what is it about me on an identity level that I don't feel desire, deserving or worthy enough to have a million dollar business or to get to that point financially where I can't see myself at that high level. Like what are the blocks that I have there? And I had so many blocks that I wasn't aware of on a conscious level until I started doing the inner work and getting to the realization that part of me didn't feel worthy of it. Not only did I not feel worthy of it, I didn't feel worthy of doing the work that it was going to take to get to that level. So every single time things would start to take off, every single time things would get to a certain point, I would shrink myself. Either I would shrink, shrink my prices, or I would shrink when it came to showing up, or I would shrink when it came to doing the work, or I would shrink myself when I when something felt a little uncomfortable or it challenged me, or I would just avoid, I would shut down, I would sabotage myself so that I didn't have to take on a new identity that was going to expect more of me. It was going to require me to be someone different than who I already was. That is the exact reflection of how I was showing up in relationships. So a part of me knew that, okay, I could get to this mark. I could attract this type of person. I can have that. So it wasn't like low caliber. It was still pretty good caliber. But some of the expectations of who I needed to be on a different identity level to have even more, to have something even better, to have someone even greater, to have even more love, even more respect, even more uh, comfort, even more attention. That was something that made me uncomfortable because it was going to require something different of me. It was going to require me to show up differently. It was going to require me to identify with myself on a different level differently than I didn't realize I wasn't identifying with on a subconscious level. Consciously, I might have said, yeah, I want that. I'm deserving of that. You know, all these things. But on a subconscious level, I didn't truly feel worthy of it. And the reflection of that and the hint of that was my values, my communication, my emotional wounds, how I would react instead of respond, and my expectations on a subconscious level and how I was actually showing up. Wait, I'm pausing this podcast to tell you to head over right now to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and download your free Captivating Courtship Code Playbook. Now in this playbook, I share with you my signature six-step Captivating Courtship Code, three myths that you want to avoid, and four tips to start using right now to level up your love life and the types of relationships that you attract. This is a 100% free guide just for you. So go ahead and head over to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and get yours. Don't forget to tell a friend. So 
I want you to examine and start really thinking about how are you showing up financially? How are you showing up in your career or not showing up? Are you afraid of being seen? Are you afraid of being heard? Do you have a hard time with your boundaries? Do you have a hard time with communications? Do you have a hard time with your confidence? Do you have a hard time with your self-worth and feeling worthy, feeling deserving? Are you always on the on the treadmill feeling like you got to chase, chase, chase? You got to pursue, pursue, pursue. Do you have a hard time with, with being still, with accepting? Are you ungrateful, right? Do you have all these messages that... Uh, you have a do you have a toxic relationship with your finances? You have a toxic relationship with your career. Are you like secretly unhappy? Is there some way that you're holding yourself back? Is there some way that you're convincing yourself to do just enough? Are you just surviving? Right? Do you have messages? Take think about the messages. What did your parents teach you? What did your siblings teach you? What did your aunts and your uncles teaching teach you when it comes to money when it comes to finances when it comes to love do you feel like certain things aren't available to you do you feel like certain things you know you you feel like are way out of your reach so you just want to settle so you just want to take what you can get are you always in feast or famine when it comes to love and finances do you have a hard time like what are your blocks you know, and pay attention to the things that you feel like come really easy to you. Like you may be a woman who's just like, I know I can get a man that's a doctor. That's not a problem for me. But I can't get a man who respects me. Right. We might be like, well, I know I can get a man who uh, loves and adores me, but I can't get a man who provides. How are some of these things? What are the messages that you have on a subconscious level? That's a direct reflection for how you're showing up in your love life and your finances. There are connections there. There are connections there. So really, really pay attention. You guys are quiet. I'm going to take the quiet as good. <laughs> but pay attention. I teach the women in my coaching program, the women that I work with, how to be more intuitive, right? So it's so important because once you get the mindset and you get clear, then a lot of those fears of rejection, the fears of chasing, the fears of pursuing, Right, the fear of all the unknowns and all the things that go wrong, you become more settled in it. You have a different mindset, you have a different level of consciousness around it, and it's really important to get to that place. But even think about your past relationships. Who have you been easily able to attract on a good level? Think about the good aspects of your past partners or your past courtships. What are all the things that, that are good that you were able to call in? Now, what are all the things that you have, ways that you have shrunk yourself, where you have you told yourself, this is what is available to me? Think about those things. Because I can bet there are some connections across the board where you look at the people that you've been able to attract over the past few years. You're going to see connections within those people. A lot of the ways that they have some things similar in the good ways. And then you're going to be able to pay attention to identify what are the ways that you've been able to shrink yourself and feel like this is all I can have. This is what's acceptable. The ways that you've lacked boundaries in those particular areas with those things. Because those are the things that you need to unblock. That's where the inner work comes in. That's where the shifts on a mindset and an emotional, a heartfelt level have to come in. And that's exactly what we work through in a program. So 
Ladies, if you're watching this, you can go ahead and send me a DM. You can join the free uh, Courtship Code Facebook group. But if you've been thinking about coaching, if you've been wanting to show, listen, it's an investment. <laughs> Point blank period. It's an investment. But it's an investment that's going to transform you in a way that I can guarantee that if you've been following the podcast, if you've been watching the videos, if you've been on the newsletter, it's going to be something that is needed and you're going to see major transformations with you in you within the first like four to six weeks. You're going to start seeing tra major transformations across the board. It happens consistently. You're going to see transformations in your love life and in your career and your finances. But right now, there's probably a lot of blocks and there's links between those blocks and what you need to do to unblock it. So go ahead and send me a DM if you're interested in coaching. Or you can go to the link in my Instagram bio. I'll put the link on Facebook. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then... Stay on code.